Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Next is now. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, and it is great to be with you today. Final segment, and this is where we get to focus on principles just a, a little bit more. And most of you know that uh, I believe March Madness and the NCAA basketball tournament is the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, And it ended last night. Uh, And there were a few lessons, I think, that uh, we might have missed along the way. Uh, The Gonzaga Bulldogs basketball team, they entered the NCAA championship game last night undefeated. An amazing 31-0, having survived an overtime thriller in the semifinals uh, on a half-court shot buzzer beater. And then in the championship game, they ran into a buzzsaw known as the Baylor Bears, and Gonzaga lost. So Gonzaga's final 31-win, one-loss season was quickly proclaimed a tragedy, a tragic failure. Uh, Head coach Mark Few, uh, who has turned this private uh, small university program in obscure Spokane, Washington, into a basketball powerhouse, was criticized for not winning the big one. So the perfect ending to a perfect season didn't happen. But it rarely does. The aftermath of such an ending is a good time to assess our obsession with happily ever after. So despite what Hollywood movies and romance novels regularly portray, uh, (laughs) there really are very few things that are happily ever after. Uh, We should really just focus on happily. It's a much better process. Uh, We've been conditioned over and over to believe that the culmination of any good story or saga is found in the final six words, and they lived happily ever after. And many honestly believe that the words in that final sentence are what the story is all about. But think about it. If that were true, why would the essence and purpose of the story only get six words? In our, in our race to get to the happily ever after finish, we often miss out on the most meaningful moments and the most important lessons, whether that's in a movie, a book, or our own lives. You see, there are usually thousands of words, thousands of words before you get to the happily ever after in a book. Uh, in a movie, there are about 120 minutes of action and drama before the 10 seconds of Happily ever after, fade to black, cue the music, roll the credits. Uh, if you really think about it, uh, I, I can't think of a book or a movie 
that ever actually shows what that happily ever after actually looks like or what it is. Like, does it really exist? And the reality is, is it, it can't be captured. And so the lesson, the thing we've got to get back to is this idea. Could it be, could it possibly be that the other 99.9% of the story that comes before happily ever after is what matters the most? The 99.9% of a movie, a book, a story filled with obstacles, setbacks, tension, uncertainty, heartache, success, failure, lessons learned, weaknesses exposed, character strengthened, all of those things. It's also likely to include some relationships lost, some found, some saved, some secured, personal redemption and critical realizations combined with tears of both sadness and joy make an appearance in the movie. But above all, there's this steady stream of interaction with other imperfect people who happen to be on their own journey. So if we step back and really think about it, if we didn't have those highs and lows, the good and the bad, there's really no reason to engage in the story in the first place. The the 99.9% of the story is the reason there is a story. (laughs) And the 0.01% actually may just be a placeholder. Maybe a placeholder for the storytellers to just catch their breath before the journey continues. Uh, I'm actually convinced that Happily Ever After was likely invented for parents in order to get their children to go to sleep. (laughs) You just need a little pause there with a little Happily Ever After. You can get the kids to bed. But the, the answer to what we're pursuing in real life is not Happily Ever After. That's the end. The answer is happily. And as we learn to pursue our own journey in life, individually, uh, as communities, happily is not a place to travel to. It's the way you travel. And when we travel happily, all the other challenges, the difficulties that we can endure and overcome and learn from, that we can actually enjoy those. Uh, Even in the course of this pandemic, it is not about a day, even this coming Saturday, when a mask mandate is scheduled to end, is not a happily ever after. We should learn to just travel happily. Uh, One of my favorite quotes uh, that was often used by uh, Gordon B. Hinckley, 15th president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, said it in a really powerful way. Uh, He said, anyone who imagines that bliss is normal is going to waste a lot of time running around shouting that he has been robbed. The fact is that most putts don't drop. Most beef is tough. Most children grow up to be just normal people. Most successful marriages require a high degree of mutual toleration. Most jobs are more often dull than otherwise. Life is like an old-time railway journey. Delays, sidetracks, jolts, interspersed only occasionally by beautiful vistas and thrilling bursts of speed. The trick is to be thankful that you're along for the ride. And riding happily is really the key to enjoying life's journey. We get so obsessed with the happily ever after. And we have to realize that 
you know, for now, we, we don't get the happily ever after, but we should really focus on the happily. It's just a better way to travel. And as we look at our own personal stories, family struggles, uh, sports teams, community adventures, simply learning to, to travel happily is way more important than a relentless and hyper-focused pursuit of getting to happily ever after. Uh, it isn't always the end. Uh, sometimes that race to the end just gets us to the end. But there are so many lessons to learn along the way, and we see it in so many places where the relationship didn't end the way we wanted. Does that mean it wasn't worth it? Does that mean you didn't learn things in that relationship? Or maybe that job that uh, ended on a sour note. Does that mean that it was time wasted or opportunity lost? No, because it's not about happily ever after. It's about everything you learn along the way and just learning to do it happily. So again, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's an entrepreneurial endeavor, uh, it isn't always about the end. Uh, sometimes it is about the process. We talked a lot about that during the course of the show today, uh, that it is the process. The process matters. And it's actually the process that gives us meaning to our lives, to our communities, in our homes, and not being so obsessed whether or not we won the prize or hoisted the trophy uh, or, you know, got that last promotion, whatever it may be. Uh, there, there is something to be learned along the way, and don't ever confuse happily ever after with a better way to travel. Remember, uh, in a good story, thousands of words, 120 minutes of video and a movie, uh, all of those are going to come before you get to happily ever after. So don't confuse what's most important. Those last six words, happily ever after, are not the movie. It's the other 99.9% that actually matters. So I want to offer a big thanks to all of the basketball teams who contributed to the most wonderful time of the year in March Madness. It was a much-needed March Madness this year. To the Gonzaga Bulldogs, who won 31 games with class and lost one game with grace, thank you. And a tip of the hat to the Baylor Bears, who hoisted the championship trophy as the big dance came to a big close for 2021, and they all lived happily. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.